It's the Double Doink Podcast with Brendan Deeg and Eric Warner. The Double Doink Podcast is an unwrapped sports production. Hello, football faithful. Welcome to another episode of the Double Doink Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Deeg. You can follow me on Twitter at EaglesTalk underscore. And today I'm pumped up. Draft is one day away. So we got another special NFL draft uh, episode. We got our boy Z on. Uh, how did we, we bring you in last time? Gambling aficionado? Was that how yeah, we brought you in last something time? like that. <laughs> we, got, uh, we got our buddy with us um, to talk some uh, NFL draft prop bets as well. We're going to do some a little buy or sell action around the rumors uh, swirling around today, tons of rumors going around today, and of course, our co-host is with us as well. Eric, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Excited to have a reoccurring guest, Z. Yeah, sec- second episode. Yeah, that was an awesome episode with the Super Bowl one that you were on. That was good. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah. So close to hitting a big, uh, big 131 to one prop on that one, but just missed out because of. <laughs> D'Angelo Williams running, uh, yeah, running it into uh, running it in late to make it a thirteen point, thirteen point win. Yeah, I remember watching yeah. uh, you and Jad's heart break <laughs> on the couch when you, yeah. you guys uh, were very close to hitting that one. But yeah, uh, we needed we needed Mahomes first touchdown, which happened, and uh, Kansas City to win by one to six. But that late touchdown uh, right. caused them to win by I think it was seven to twelve or something. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so you've been diving into the draft, eh? So you, you said you were watching some film and everything like that. So you're ready for your, you've got some prop bets going. Um, before we go into that, um, let's talk about Gronk yesterday, boys. Uh, we had a good, we got a good talk off, uh, off air, and I want to save it for this. Um, me and Z are on the right side here. We think it's, uh, like, I don't really think it was necessary for Tampa. I think it was like an unnecessary fourth round pick given. And if you're the Patriots, you got a, you got a fourth round pick for a retired player. And Eric, you don't agree. Well, you they gave a fourth, but they also got Gronk and a seventh back. So all they were doing was moving down three rounds in the draft to get a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, I don't know. I You're telling me that if Rob Gronkowski came out and said, I want to play for the Philadelphia Eagles next year, it would cost a fourth. You'll get a seventh with me. You would say no. I, I don't know. Like, how much has he got left? Like, I guess he's only thirty years old. He's taking a year off. I get that, but like, yeah, he's healthy. He, but, he, but even when he was healthy, he, like towards the end, he wasn't a top fifteen tight end. You could argue. OJ Howard's up and coming, and who's the guy that they should sign? Didn't they just give a tight end a massive deal? I can't remember his name. Great is under contract. Yeah, well. exactly. They just gave him um, a bunch of money, so I don't really, I don't know, I don't really get it. Gronk, um, he didn't have the receiving numbers near the end of his um, stretch in New England, but he was still the best blocking tight end in the league, which he was since the day he walked onto the field. Um, so he's bringing that to Tampa as well. Um, I I just don't know what there is to hate about the move. Um, it's great. They're still exploring O.J. Howard trades. Who knows if something gets done tomorrow on the draft floor, um, a trade with him to get some more draft capital. Um, but I agree with you. The tight end room is definitely crowded, but – you're gonna bring Gronk in. Nope. Well, well, it looks like OJ Howard's on the move, right? Like he, they can't bring him in. Like there was already trade rumors swirling around him before this trade, and now I'm pretty sure they got like six million cap, and they, you need like ten mil to sign to sign rookies, right? So they gotta clear some cap before this uh, 
before the season starts, and I'm pretty sure it's O.J. Howard gone, right? You can't keep Cameron Bray. I think his name Cameron Bray, correct? Um, O.J. Howard and uh, and Rob Gronkowski back. It doesn't like yeah. that's not going to work. So yeah. like, you're giving up a young, you're giving up a young up and coming tight end who I who you loved out of college. You can't lie. Remember how, you, how oh, big you were on him coming to college? So I still, I still <laughs> do love OJ Howard. Um, we'll see what they get in compensation for him, I guess. Uh, and maybe we can evaluate this yeah. even f- further. But what's your opinion on it, Z? I think the Pats won. They got a fourth rounder for nothing. Gronkowski was never going to go back to New England, um, and. Yeah, I just think that uh, yeah. I think this is a little bit overhyped. I don't think Rob Gronkowski is going to have as good a year as people say, and um, I don't think Tampa Bay is going to have as good a year as people think. Oh, so, I don't know about that. that. I don't know about. They're I'm playing in a tough that. division, man. They're playing. They're playing against the Saints uh, and the Falcons twice a year. Um, they're. I'm not I, on the box either. I'm with you, Z. There, I still so does this, you, Eric. You don't think this big Gronk trade's gonna put them over the Saints now? You don't think I'm gonna win my bet? No, I still, I still would take the Saints to be honest. And it's not, it's nothing to do with the Buccaneers' offense. It's the Buccaneers' defense still exactly. just doesn't scare yeah. me. Um, and like Z said, they're going up against uh, the Falcons and the Saints twice a year. That's Julio Jones and Michael Thomas twice a year. Who's guarding those guys? Like uh, covering them? I, I. I still don't see it in Tampa Bay's secondary. And I know I have a very unpopular opinion, but I just don't think Tom Brady has it anymore, man. Like I'm I'm over the whole Tom Brady thing. He's a goat. He's won a ton of championships, but I just don't think he can bring it again. And now going into Tampa Bay to a new team and a new system, it's not no gonna be as easy. It's not gonna be yeah. exactly yeah, it's not gonna be as easy as people think it is gonna be. People are jumping on Tampa Bay to win the Super Bowl. Like yeah, well that that I don't like I said, I don't like the Super Bowl, but I, I, my argument has always been more that this I think the Saints are done, so that's why I think the Buccaneers are gonna beat the Saints. I think the Buccaneers are the clear best team in that division. So do you think they added the extra playoff team in this year just to help uh, Brady get to the playoffs? Yeah, maybe. That's that's a that's a theory there. All right, so let's talk some NFL draft, man. I can't wait. We got uh, we're pretty much twenty four hours, almost just over twenty four hours until it is on. Um, I've been diving into this wide receiver draft like crazy, studying them, um, and I fall in love with some players. This, this draft is going to be awesome. Anything can happen. Of course, it is done remotely. Um, and the rumors are swirling right now too. A lot of rumors coming out today. Um, and, what, and we're going to play a little game called buy or sell. We're going to I'm going to throw out a uh, kind of a draft scenario, and you guys are either going to buy it, give your opinion, or sell it, give your opinion. So let's start with the big one that kind of came out today. Um, are you guys buying Justin Herbert taking over Tua? Um, okay, I'll go first. Uh, you know, Eric, yeah, you I, can start us off. I'm selling that personally. Um, there's a lot of rumors uh, going around. Uh, Everybody knows the red flags with Tua. It's injury. He never he never played a full year at college. That's a pretty big red flag. Um, but the talent when he's on the field is undeniable. Um, I still have Tua ahead of Herbert, personally. I'm selling as well. There's no way I would take Herbert over Tua. I think Tua's a very, very talented quarterback that could break out. Like He has such a high ceiling, I think. Of course, he has injury problems, but I think he has a much higher ceiling than Justin Herbert. And I think Justin Herbert's a little bit overvalued. I can see Justin Herbert dropping in the draft. 
I'm, you know what, boys? I'm buying this. Um, there's some big NFL um, insiders coming out the past couple of days that's saying they don't think two is going to go high, and he might be the one to slide. Albert Breer came out yesterday, Monday morning quarterback, um, came out and said, look, I can't connect Miami to Tua at all. And, and the, uh, Peter Stryker today on The Herd as well, um, NFL uh, Network came out and said that he thinks Tua is going to slip. And a lot of it's due to NFL teams can't get their hands on him. They can't see him um, and because of the whole COVID-19 situation going on. Um, so he, they, teams, team doctors can't get uh, do any physicals on him um, and they can't talk to him um, and get him in the room. So... I don't know. I think Herbert. I think Herbert might go ahead of two, and I don't think it's crazy. Where would you go though to to the Dolphins? At so like I have I have currently in my mock draft I had two going at three to the Dolphins in a trade, but like that was what Eric that was like a few days ago. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm changing my mind here a little bit on this. But where do you have them dropping to? I, I think I'm pretty sure two and Herbert are flipped. I think I think Herbert might go three. I think the Dolphins might take him instead. Okay. But you're convinced that the Dolphins are going to trade up? Because for me, I don't see why they need to trade up. At five, they have pick at the second quarterback. All right, so let's get, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that right here. That leads perfectly into it. So you guys buying or selling three quarterbacks taken in the top five? Um, Sayer, can't go. I'm, I'm going to sell that just because I, I, I'm starting to think more and more that there's no trades, to be honest. And – um, the Dolphins and Chargers still both take quarterbacks though at five and six. So I think the third quarterback goes off at six. Um, is my prediction. Um, I'm starting more and more to think that the Lions stay at three and uh, get an amazing player there. Um, how about you, Z? Yeah, I don't. I don't really like to predict trades because I have no idea about what's going to happen with trades. Um, so I think that the Lions stick at three. Um. I would go with Okuda at three. And then at five, uh, the Dolphins would take Tua. So in the top five, I have two quarterbacks. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm sort of leaning towards selling Tua. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know if there's – I don't know if there's going to be a lot of trades as well. And I'm starting to – on your side too, Eric, I, I actually think that uh, – I think the Lions are sticking at three. I don't think they – I think there would have been more news about a trade kind of being leaked now. I think they would have liked to get it done maybe – 24 hours before the draft, you know what I mean? Because they don't want to be kind of yeah. stuck there last minute trying to scrambling for a trade. So I feel like if there was some sort of push on it, we would have heard it by now. Yeah. So my, I, feel like, I feel like the three is going to like dictate uh, the draft. Affect, yeah, dictate the yeah. draft. Huge. So I'm really excited to see what happens with the three. Yeah. I, just don't see, I just don't see the Lions going away from Okuda after they gave you guys Slay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a solid point. Z, before we get into this, well, give us your top five here. Like, who what's your top five? Do you have a mock draft? Yeah. Okay. So what's your top five? Not, yeah. No, number one, obviously Joe Burrow. Number mm-hmm. two, Chase Young. Number three, Jeffrey Okuda. Number four, Gedrick Wills Jr. Yep. And number five, Tua Tagovailoa. There so you the go. Dolphins. So you got right. you have the Dolphins. You have the Dolphins staying put and getting two at five. Yeah, because I don't, I don't see them needing to move up at three. I just, I don't, I don't think people ahead of them are going to go after Tua. Yeah, I'm starting to uh, think that more and more, to be honest. But the, a lot of rumors that the Chargers are going to move up to three, but the Dolphins have 14 picks in this draft. Whatever the Chargers would offer to get up to three, the Dolphins can beat. So I just don't see the Chargers even trying to move up. Really, like. 
Dolphins can just outbid them. One thing about the Dolphins this draft is they are in such good positions throughout the first round. Yeah. They're at 5, 18, and 26. They can get three really, really, really good NFL-ready players. That, so this this will lead into the next one that I got. Um, are you guys buying or selling the Dolphins even make a trade in the first round? Yeah, we kind of just talked about that one. Yeah, I'm I, selling. Like I can't. I I just can't see. I don't know what's gonna happen with trades. So I'm just gonna sell that. I see the Dolphins are in a really good position as it is. So they'll stick with three picks in the first round. And uh, uh, so crazy. Like I think. I, I guess if the question is just for the first round, I'll sell that. But I'm very confident the Dolphins will make a trade at some point in this draft. They have 14 picks. You realistically, you can't draft 14 players. Like, there's no yeah, like, there's that, no that's what, exactly. Yeah, and like, I, I, I keep circling back to the fact that like the Lions might keep the pick, but like guys, like when do quarterbacks fall from like usually the like, quarterbacks go two three. Like, when do you see quarterbacks just not go between two, pick two and five? Like, it doesn't happen. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like the Dolphins are primed to get number three. Um, like, or if they don't, then they're going number four or something like that. You know what I mean? They have to move up because they're going to be sitting there, like, nervous that the Chargers will move up and get their guy. Right? So I feel like the Dolphins have the ammo to make the move. But, like, it might not be three. It could be four for this jumping up one spot. I don't know. I just, I, I, it's hard to think that the Dolphins are going to draft three guys after they, they just went crazy for agency, too. Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one. Like that. That like it, the Raiders took three guys last year, right? But like besides that, you don't really see a lot of teams have three draft picks in the first round. Yeah, like I said, I think they'll they'll make later round trades. Maybe even trade some of their picks this year's for futures next year or something like that. Like there'll be there'll be lots of movement from them. Okay, here's here's another one. Are you guys buying or selling that Andrew Thomas could be the top tackle taken in the draft? <laughs> I'll go first. I'm selling a thousand percent. Yeah, I, really? That number that doesn't that number doesn't even make sense. A hundred percent. There's no way that Andrew Thomas gets drafted first out of all the linemen. Oh, okay. I would there's, some buzz, there's some buzz going around that he could be the top one taken. I don't know. I've moved him into um, my numbers as my number three tackle now on the board. So, I mean, I'm not going to say it's a hundred percent that he doesn't um, get taken in the, as the top tackle, but I'd also sell, I, I still have Worfs and Wills Jr. ahead of him. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of buzz around him just being the safest pick, um, the safest offense tackle to take, I guess uh, he can play guard and tackle. Um, and he, he played at Georgia, correct? So like he's he's from a good system. So a lot of teams are kind of thinking they're worried about taking a guy like Becton, who has got an, an overweight problem. Um, you said um, he's struggling with eating and stuff like that. So I don't know. I think Becton would be just fine, man. Becton's a big boy, and he's got some. He can move for his, for how big he is. Uh, I think Becton would be just fine. I think Becton goes ahead of him. What's your order for the line for the lineman? Uh, me, I have Becton one, Worfs two, um, Andrew Thomas three, um, and Wills four. So I have, I have Wills. I've got Wills first, uh, Worfs two. Uh, I got Becton three. And uh, yeah, then I guess maybe Andrew Thomas. 
Wow. You could, you could apparently. I was reading to you could ask any scout in all thirty-two teams, and they'll have all four of them just listed in different orders. Like yeah. you'll never, you'll, you won't find a scout that's got them all in one. So that that's gonna be interesting. The offensive tackles going in the first round, they could dominate this draft. Um, like you got four in the top ten. Like, how many do you think five? will go in the first round? I think you, I think you could get up to six, maybe. Right? I, I think only. F- Four or five will go, but it could be a size six, right? Teams always need tackles. And if four go in the top ten, the teams are going to be scrambling. So listen to this. Betting-wise, the odds for offensive linemen drafted in the first round, it's over six and a half. The odds for over six and a half is 1.58, so that's a huge favorite. Under six and a half is 2.30. All right. Because like teams are expecting a lot more time, like Vegas expecting yeah, a lot more time. Like, in my mock right now, I have seven going. To be honest, in the first, yeah, I think I have five. How many do you have, Z? I have G. Dick Willis, Tristan Wirth, uh, Matthew Becton, Andrew Thomas. I think Austin Jackson might go. Josh Jones could go first round. I don't really know, but I like the under. I don't think seven go. I have both those guys, extra you just named, and Isaiah Wilson um, sneaking in at the end of the first round. The um, thing so though yeah. about the thing about the line offensive lineman is that a lot of the top ones are going to go early, and teams that are desperate for offensive linemen are going to feel the the pressure to take one maybe earlier than people uh, think that they would land at. Exactly. Yeah, I also. Do you think that's going to happen to both the offensive linemen and wide receivers, though? Because I think that's what's going to happen to the wide receivers. And those are, they're probably, those two positions are the most stacked positions in this draft. I think teams are going to panic and the wide receivers are going to go quicker than people think. I don't know. I think the wide receivers are so deep that out of the top three, um, you have a chance to get a really, really good wide receiver in the second round. Like I know uh, Deke's been all over it. Laviska Chanot's in the second round. Michael Pittman Jr.'s in the second round. Uh, T. Higgins will be in the second round. I think Brandon Ayuk is going to drop to the second round. Yeah. I think I, I you could argue Ayuk and Higgins going the first with the way things are going right now. Yeah, I, I don't know, think Higgins has a chance. It's going to be a tackle dominated first round and a, a, a wide receiver dominated first round. So let's jump into the wide receivers. My bread and butter in this draft. I've been studying like crazy. All right, are we buying or selling that CD Lamb's even going to be the top receiver taken in the first round? Sorry, that one once more. Are you guys buying CD Lamb as the top receiver taken in the first round? Yeah, I'm starting to buy that uh, more and more. To be honest, um, yeah. he's the easiest. Uh, his tape is the easiest to fall in love with immediately. Um, he, the, the sky's the limit with this guy. I think yeah. uh, I remember uh, watching um, sports science when I was younger about Calvin Johnson. This guy's radius. He could catch like balls further than a double sized car garage. He, he kind of CD lamb has that same kind of frame that any ball that's even remotely close to him, he's going to get his hands on it and he'll catch it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have him going nine to the Jags, and I do think that's the first wide receiver taken. Nice. I, I'm i uh, in agreement. I think CeeDee Lamb's the first wide receiver taken. Uh, I think he's the best wide receiver in the draft. Uh, he's got exceptional ball skills. He's got an elite ability to track the football in the air, and he's just – I think he's a 
one of those wide receivers that can make a huge impact first year. I see him. I don't. I see him going tenth uh, though. Okay. Or, uh, sorry, not t- sorry, not tenth. I see him going eleventh to the Jets. The tenth is the Browns. I see him going eleventh to the Jets. See, like I think the Jets go offensive tackle um, now more than ever. Like I had them taking a receiver too, oh, but but if Lamb's there at eleven. Yeah, that, that's like imagine sitting there and getting Lamb. You don't even have to move up. Yeah, I think I'm gonna agree. I think I agree with you guys too on this. Um, there was a rumor coming out, I think it was last night or, or this morning, that Jerry Judy might have some meniscus tear in his knee as well. So I think uh, Judy was the safe pick at the beginning, and a lot of teams might have fell in love with him and take him before Lamb. But now that there's some knee um, problems, then I think Lamb is 100% the first receiver taken. And I think he goes top 10 as well. Um, so CD Lamb, the odds, Jad, or Z, Z sorry, um, are plus 100. They were a week ago. What, what are they now for Lamb first receiver taken? Yeah, so that's what I wanted to touch on. They've yeah. changed. Um, Jerry Judy was the favorite for a while, mm-hmm. uh, and CD Lamb's now moved into. Uh, it was they were both at minus one ten uh, to start the day. Right now on Bet three six five, CD Lamb is the favorite one point nine, and uh, Jerry Judy's two point two five. It's got to be because of that knee injury. Well. Jerry Judy had the knee injury, I think, in 2018. I don't know if it's current, but I think people are just worried about it because knee injuries are awful. Like it's really tough to come back to 100% from knee injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, just one more thing I want to touch on the uh, on the odds on Bodog. This is my favorite bet of the draft. Uh, you can choose the exact order of first three wide receivers. So I have C.D. Lamb one, Jerry Judy two, and Henry Ruggs three, and I got that yesterday at plus 300. Um, it's dropped to plus two twenty five right now on Bodog. So uh, that's my favorite favorite pick of the uh, bet of the draft, and I, I went pretty hard on that one. Yeah, I, I think like that's that. yeah, I, I like that a lot. I think that's that's the that's the order that I have them in currently. And I have them in a weird order too in the draft. Like I I don't I am I'm, I'm in agreement with you with the Jets might take an offensive tackle uh, to just defend. Sam Darnold a little bit better, um, but I have C.D. Lamb going 11 to the Jets. I got Jerry Judy going 12 to the Raiders, and I have Henry Ruggs going 13 to San Fran. So all back to back to back. That's literally the exact order that I had them in. Well, actually, I have Jag- I had the Jags taking C.D. Lamb at nine. But... Yeah, so we're in agreement on that one. Yeah. Well, yeah, this wide receiver class is going to be stacked. You guys, so how many do you have in your first round? I have six right now, I think. What's the uh, under for that one again? For wide receivers? Um, In first round? It's six, uh, five and a half, sorry. Five and a half, okay. That's over. I would take the over on that. Oh, I, I definitely. All day, I would take the over on that. The over is a big favorite. It's 1.57. Um, oh. And the under is 2.35. I know I keep going back and forth with uh, decimal and, and American uh, fractional odds, but uh, sorry about that. That's just how my <laughs> websites are set up. Yeah. So you have, would you, Z, what would you take? The over or under on that five and a half? I think it's undoubtedly the over. Just like the offensive lineman in the first, in the first round, anything could happen. Um, my opinion was on the under and the offensive lineman, but it could easily go over i think my opinion in this in the wide receiver um i think five is going to go in the first round but you never know someone can take um someone late i think the wide receiver uh, class is really deep but 
you just don't really know. So I'm going to stay away from this one, but I would go with five, but I'd stay away from this prop. All right, so here's a good one. Are you guys buying that no tight ends are going to go in this first round? Eric, what do you think? Maybe the Patriots take a tight end to 24 now? I'm buying that, to be honest. I don't think that there will be a tight end in this draft. Um, none of them really, like, jump off the page at you, right? Um, there's no, I'd say, blue-chip tight end prospect. Um, and we've discussed how rich it is in other positions. So I think uh, – the first tight end you'll see will be in that 40 range um, in the second round. It's that Notre Dame guy, Cole Kmet, I think his name is. Um, yeah, yeah. He's the highest rated. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't see. Uh, I don't see anyone taking a tight end in the first round. Um, like Eric said, I see Cole Kmet going first, but uh, there is noise that uh, Adam Troutman could go first. I, I, I don't. I just don't see it being that great of a tight end class either. Okay. Well, I, I agree with you. I agree with you guys. Um, but I would, it wouldn't shock me if the Patriots kind of moved down, maybe take them the first round. They need, they need to tie them badly and that could be a fit there. Um, so you know that, that, that wouldn't shock me. Um, yeah, here's another they're, one. The I, team, they're the only team I would see even really considering it. And I just think that's too high for them to do it. May, they might move back, but I can see them moving back in the second round to do that. Cause they remember they don't have a second round pick cause they traded for Muhammad Sanu. So, um, I think the Pats are a strong candidate to move back. Yeah. Um, they, they don't like Belichick loves kind of moving back and gathering picks anyways. He always trades down the draft, but, um, yeah, I, I it's interesting. I, I was just thinking to myself, like, I don't really remember a, a draft with like no first round tight ends and there's not really even one great in the first round with a lot of people too. So. Um, it's, it's definitely a different draft in that in that factor. All right, are you guys buying or selling only one running back stake in the first round? Uh, I'll start with this one. Okay. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a, a running back taken in the first round. If if a running back does sneak into the first round, I think it's with the 32nd pick with the Chiefs, um, which I think will be DeAndre Swift, but uh, I don't see a running back being taken in the first round. Um. I'm going to buy this. I do think um, there will be a running back um, in the first round. I, I, you don't, I have the Ravens taking a, a running back right now, actually, Z. What would you think of that? I don't, I don't think the Ravens take a running back in the first round. There's they no way, the actually. Ball. They run the ball more than any team in the NFL. Mark Ingram's um, getting up there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's it's not a concern of ours early. We have much more uh, we have other concerns that we'd want to address early in the draft. Uh, if we do go for a running back, I'm thinking maybe in uh, in the middle of the draft, maybe third late third round, but I just don't see it happening um, in the first round. I have my eye locked on someone at twenty eight our Ruiz. so I think they're, the Ravens are gonna take uh, the center from Michigan. I have them taking Laviska Chanel. Right now, at 28. They need a wide out, and I love him, but I think that would be the perfect spot for him. Um, and I got to say, I love Cesar Ruiz too, so that wouldn't be a bad pick either. Um, the thing is, though, the Ravens just uh, – Marshall Yonda just retired, so we, we need someone to come in and fill out. We, we signed Matt Skura to, uh, to a one-year deal, but we need someone to come in long-term and um, shore up that, that offensive line. Some big shoes to fill for a 20-year-old. 
Yeah, I think he can do it though. He's not maybe not first year, but he's he's really talented. He can move. He's good. Yeah, D compared him to Jason Kelsey. I agree with that comparison. I just don't think a running back's an issue right now. Like we have Mark Mark Ingram's our starting back. Sorry, I keep saying our because I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan, but (laughs) Mark Ingram is the starting back. Gus Edwards is his uh, backup, and then we have Justice Hill there too. And um, I think we can draft someone in the middle or late in the draft, and that'll suffice. So it's gonna be interesting. I I would like Cesar Ruiz or Olivas Cristiano, whatever one they whatever whatever they go there. There's so many players at the bottom of the draft they can get. All right, so I want to go one more buyer something. Let's kind of jump into a couple of our prop bets that we're looking at um, for both to finish off the episode. All right, so this one's interesting. Um, are you 100% buying that the Cowboys are taking a corner in the first their first pick? I'll start. I am. 100% buying that. I think uh, it's no secret Jerry is in win-now mode. Uh, Byron Jones left a pretty big hole um, on that side of the field. And there's two there's two pretty, pretty highly touted corners in this draft with Okuda and Henderson. I think Jerry's fallen in love uh, with Henderson, and he's going to do everything he can to get him. I think Henderson might – go earlier in the draft i don't know i don't think henderson will be available yeah um, I, have, I have him trading up to 13 to get him if they trade up that's i think that's the best move possible for the cowboys taking henderson uh to fill that void at cornerback because they definitely need someone in the secondary there um but if they don't if they don't uh end up Getting Henderson, I see them uh, going for uh, uh, either a linebacker or an edge, an edge player. Yeah, I'm staring at the Cowboys. I I was asking you guys because I'm curious what you guys think. I'm staring at the Cowboys and their pick at 17. I think they dictate a lot of what's going to happen in the second round, the back part of this draft. Um, they they can take a guy called uh, Calavion Chase on um, at LSU, who I'm in love with. I think he's a freak athlete. If they let him fall after 17. Um, or if they, I have them currently trading up. I have me and Erica on the same boat here. I think they trade up and take CJ Henderson. But say they sit at 17, they stayed pat. They're probably going edge rusher, or they could go off the board and go wide receiver. Like I'm trying to, I tried to convince you, Eric, that they could easily go wide receiver, man. They have a huge hole there. So if they pass on uh, Clavion Chase on 17, which he might will probably be there, I think a team's going to want to trade up and get him. Um, teams always love to get edge rushers and will always move back in the round in the first round to get edge rushers. So I think that might be interesting. Uh, pick to look at okay um we'll see i mean i like the segment the buying or selling of rumors because at the end of the day that's all these are right rumors. yeah exactly um, we have nothing nothing <laughs> to go on other than just our opinions yeah i think i'm just i'm i just think that that pick is going to be an interesting one to kind of dictate the second the back part of the second round is the cowboy 17 just like i think the lions pick a three kind of will dictate a lot what's going to happen in the first part of the draft right I think we're all in agreement on that. Whatever they do, kind of dictates it. So it's going to okay. be fun. Like it's going to yeah. all it's going to take is one pick to to stir everything up and and to cause us to be off with a lot of our prop bets and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it'll be fun. I can't wait to, to to get excited over sport again. All right, Z. So give us before we run, give us a couple of your favorite prop bets so far. Okay, so my number one uh, favorite prop bet is Cesar Ruiz going uh, like being drafted under the 28 and a half position. So I think uh, if he drops to 28 where the Ravens are, there's no way they pass up on him. 
Um, the odds were minus 180 when I got them yesterday, so I bet 180 bucks to win 100 bucks on that one. Hmm. All right, uh, that's uh, I don't know about that one. Yeah, that one I'm I'm flipping a coin on that one. I have yeah. no idea where. Um, it's a risky one. I think he goes at the end of the draft. I think pick 32. I think the Chiefs could take him. Uh, I think I actually put my first mock. I had the Eagles trading back up and taking him in the first round. Like I, I, I Eagles need to center badly. Um, there's so, two props that I made there. I made a mistake on the amount. Um, so the the first I made two prop bets. There's Cesar Ruiz to be drafted before Ezra Cleveland at minus minus 180. So I think Cesar Ruiz will get drafted before Ezra Cleveland. Uh, I think Ezra Cleveland is going to be drafted in the second round, and I think Cesar Ruiz is not uh, getting past the Ravens at 28. Like I said, uh, that was minus 180. So I bet 180 to win 100 there. Um, but then I also bet Cesar Ruiz to be drafted under 28 and a half. And the odds were 1.8. So I bet 100 to win 180 there. Okay, yeah. I was going to say the over-under odds to be uh, minus 180. That's pretty rough odds. But um, so that makes more sense. Um, yeah, minus 180 was to be drafted before Ezra Cleveland, which right. which okay. I think is a lock. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that as well. Um, I'll toss in one of my favorite props. Um, this is my highest odds prop, my lowest amount I'm going to bet on, but for biggest rewards, um, exact outcome of first three picks. I think it's going to go Burrow one, Young two. And I think now the Lions are going to stay put at three. And I think that they take Isaiah Simmons there. Those odds wow. are plus 900. I think that. Interesting. I think that the Lions' um, defense uh, needs some big upgrades. Uh, Simmons, his versatility is so valuable. He can play basically. He can play any position on the field almost, other than probably nose tackle. Um, he's so athletic. Um, I think that the Lions fall in love with him. He fits their style, their scheme. Matt Patricia gets another defensive piece, and um, the odds are plus nine hundred. I I love that. Yeah, so one thing on those odds, uh, they did just change. So uh, oh. they are now plus eleven hundred. Oh, so, excellent! Burrow Young and Simmons. <laughs> Simmons, uh. Simmons is a beast. He's a he's the best linebacker in the in the draft by far. Um, but the odds for Burrow Young and Okuda have been dropping uh, to now it's minus one thirty five now. So uh, those one those odds just keep getting uh, smaller and smaller for yeah. you. Yeah. But Simmons at plus eleven hundred. That's a good bet. I don't know, Warren's yeah, it's a bold one. Like him going through, I think Okuda's probably the safe one there, right? Simmons is like you want to go I kind think of the is still the safest, I think. Um Oh, I don't I, know. I, I think I think predicting a trade would be harder at this point. Right. But aren't the odds on the odds, I thought Tua was the favorite in that one. To be third? Yeah. No. In that uh, no, it's so Tua. So it's Joe Burrow, Chase Young, and Tua is plus three seventy-five. Okay, yeah. Now I'm looking at it. You're right. All right. So I'll throw in yeah. one of my favorite prop bets on this draft. I have Calavion Chase on under seventeen and a half is minus one twenty right now. I think if you're looking for a safe one, go there. He's the best edge rusher probably possibly in the draft besides um, Chase Young. Um, you can get after the quarterback, and teams love that, right? They, teams always move up to get, like I said in the, the last segment. Um, so I would take a look at him going under 17 and a half. I think that's 
question on that one. So Bet365 has it at 16.5. Would you take it at over 16.5 or under 16.5? Because the Dallas Cowboys that's, are at that's, 17. That's the tricky so like one, that, right? That's that's. The but like, I, I would, you could still see a team like, um, you could still see the team like the Dolphins go. Actually, the Dolphins are at 18, right? They're, yeah. Huh. That, that's see Atlanta, one. I can see Atlanta getting him at 16. Atlanta's a prime guy. They're prime guy to trade up and get a defensive player. Like I, I, I think they're going to fall in love with Derrick Brown. They need they need defensive help badly, uh, especially on the interior of the line. For the for the Falcons too, I really like um, Kinlaw, Javon Kinlaw. Yeah. yeah, that's where Eric, you have him too, right? At sixteen. Yeah, I have Kinlaw. Yeah. There. I have them trading up to get um, Derek Brown at the seventh, and then I have Kinlaw going at sixteen. The Panthers. So yeah, there's a bunch of like I, I just think that I think I think just being an edge rusher, I think it's crazy for an edge like to think that only one edge rusher is going to go in the top seventeen. Like that's a, that's not how the NFL works. Um, those guys always get traded up. Like for instance, did Davenport did the Saints move up to fourteen to get him that one year? Like like guys like that go that high, right? So. I can I see think, four edge rushers going in the first round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got one more prop I'll toss out uh, okay. the last one. Um, position of first draft pick for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, right now they have the offense at minus 280, but the defense is at plus 185. Almost every mock I've seen has the Cardinals taking a tackle. I have them taking a defensive player. I think that one of Simmons, Okuda, or Derek Brown will be available at pick eight. The Arizona Cardinals defense last year just gave up the most yards per game in the NFL. Their defense is awful. They need (laughs) a defensive player. If one of those three guys is sitting there at eight, how do you pass that up? I don't see one of those guys being there at eight, though. I could easily. I think tackles go higher. will be. Actually, I see Derek Brown maybe going to eight, but I don't see Isaiah Simmons or Jeffrey Okuda dropping to eight. Well, you have to. Do you agree that three quarterbacks will go before then? Yeah, that's the one tough of those one. Guys is going to fall because of the three quarterbacks taken. What's I your top? That, what's I your top ten? I'm going right as of right now. I didn't change too much to my top ten. Um. I'm going Burrow, Young. Um, if the Dolphins or if the Lions stay there at three, I have them either going Simmons or Akuda. Um, Akuda is obviously the more popular mocked pick, but I do think Simmons has a legitimate chance to go there. Um, and then four, I have Tristan Wirfs to the Giants, um, Tua to the Dolphins, Herbert to the Chargers, Derek Brown to the Panthers, and then either. Isaiah Simmons or Okuda, whichever one's not taken to the Cardinals at eight there. Yeah. I've got Okuda at three, Wills at four, Tua, Herbert, Simmons to the Panthers at seven, Wirfs to the Cardinals at eight, and then Derek Brown to the Jags at nine, and then Beckton to the Browns at 10. Derek Brown fall. If Derek Brown's there at eight, how do they pass that up, basically, is what I'm saying in your mind. Yeah. Derek no, it's Brown, a, it's, Derek, a, it's a Derek, fair Derek argument. Derek Brown, I, I was going to throw in a buy or sell that Derek Brown goes top five. Even like teams could teams need defensive tackles. Teams need defense edge rushers. That's the next offensive tackle in the NFL. And there's I've, there's rumors swirling that Derek Brown might be there and the, like at pick five, like the Dolphins. I could be the pick there. Um, 
the Giants even at four. Like there's teams that need interior defensive linemen, then we'll trade up to get him. Like I had the, the Falcons moving up all the way to seven to get him. So I think yeah. him being at nine is crazy. Right. Fair. So Fair. That's my that's probably my favorite bet um for the props, but um, yeah, let me, let me throw one in there. I think I have one that uh, people would like. Uh, it's pl- I got it at plus 300 yesterday. Uh, I think I already mentioned it, actually. It was Lamb, first uh, wide receiver drafted, Judy second, and Ruggs third. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that's a lock there. But then I also have a couple ones just, like, throwing out there. Just I'll mention them quick. I think the Colts' first pick is Brandon Ayuk at plus 850. So if you throw 30 bucks on him there, you can win 255. I think the Eagles' first pick, I've been talking to, I know Deke's seen this in a, in a couple of tweets here and there, but I think Kenneth Murray goes to the Eagles, and he's plus 1,400. So I bet 25 bucks to win 350 bucks with him. And team to draft Henry Ruggs, I think, are the 49ers at plus 500. So hmm. those are the ones that I'm messing around with. The Ruggs to the 49ers isn't a bad one. Um I don't think the Eagles go linebacker. I've, I've been preaching that from the start. I think there's absolutely no way in hell they do. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna end on this one, guys. This one might spark some conversation here. Um, the third quarterback taken, Jordan Love at plus four fifty. Could a team that like is this possible? Like this this guy's like a lot of teams are falling in love with Love. He's like next Pat Mahomes. Remember the Chiefs fell in love with him, traded up to get him. There's there's teams out there that kind of fall in love with the style. Um, and I look at a lot of like it's not crazy to think like we had uh Ben Albright on our show, did he have him at three, Eric? So, yeah, like, there's teams out there that do, yeah. yeah. So, there, there's and there's scouts out there, um, that have him at, at three as well. Joel Klatt of Fox Sports, probably one of the best college um voices there is in America, he has him at three, like scouts talk, right? And this, this, this one at plus 450, that makes sense. Um, if you're looking to kind of and it's a fun one too, right? To think that this could happen. Yeah. Um, I, have would... Jordan, I have Jordan Love going in the first round, but um, I still, as of today, right now, we're about 24 hours away. I still have um, Herbert going six to the Chargers. It, but it's starting to look weirder and weirder. It's starting to look more not right. Yeah, like something, like it doesn't, something's up with these quarter, like the top quarterbacks. Like there's not a lot of buzz about them. You know what I mean? Like two and Herbert, like you don't have a lot of teams fighting over who's going to trade up and get them. I just I think there's something something crazy like that could happen in the quarterbacks. Yeah. I agree with you. I'm I'm a, I'm sticking strong on Tua to the Dolphins though. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was 2005 they passed on Drew Brees due to injury concerns, and it's burned the franchise for about 15 years. And I think yeah. they're not, they're not going to pass on the guy because of injury concerns again. Yeah, and um, I think Tua's a great comparison to Drew Brees too, the way they play. So yeah. So anything else? I don't know, Z. You got anything else you want to throw in before we cut? Oh man, that's it. Ravens won the off season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Uh, make sure to hit that subscribe button and give us a rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, Z, plug in something before you go. Plug your Twitter in. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at get at me Z. So it's Z with two E's at the end. Get at me Z and. Let's have fun tomorrow night, man. Yeah, give us a follow, everyone. Uh, let's, uh, let's get some live tweet going, and let's have some fun tomorrow. And uh, we'll talk to you after the draft.